You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to another edition of the Give Your Life Away podcast. In today's Epistle Project passage, we come to Romans 14, 1 through 12. Listen as I read the text. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. This is, this is the passage that tells us in the church, you're not the judge of another brother or sister. In the next section, we'll actually learn what we are supposed to do for one another. We're to build one another up. There is a time for teaching. There is a time for rebuking even in the body of Christ. But to be the one that assumes that another person is far from God or closer to God because they either do not do or they do the things that we would prefer them to do is not our place. And so in this passage, Paul's basically telling us, cool your jets. I preached this sermon to a group of high schoolers one time, and I entitled it, Stop Judging, You Judgers. We're not the judge. We're not the ones to determine how close someone is to Christ. God is the one who will, I love the words of verse 4, make a person stand. And here's the context of this passage. Remember that the church is being united under Christ. Jew and Gentile are being united. The Jews who once uh, ate a particular diet, uh, their their Judaistic diet, uh, now have come to Christ and are uh, now free to eat meat and enjoy the barbecue ribs that the Gentiles are enjoying. But it's not easy for them. They're not used to this. They might have troubled consciences. And so Paul's basically saying they're, they're either eating or not eating because they think it's right before the Lord. So you Gentiles, cool your jets. Stop judging them. They need to do what's right in their mind. And then he tells the Jews, you stop judging the Gentiles because they are eating the things that they are allowed to eat before me. So this is a call to be patient with one another. Remember the last section. The last section was about the supremacy of love. This is what needs to 
flesh itself out in the body of Christ when we when we live our Christian lives and enjoy our Christian liberties a little bit differently than another person in our church. And to assume that someone who enjoys or does not enjoy certain liberties means that they are farther from God than us is completely false. I'll say it this way. Immature believers are not farther from God than mature believers are. Mature believers just know more and have followed him perhaps more faithfully. But let me put it this way. I have, um, it seems like, a million young boys at home. It's four. Uh, But I've got four boys at home. The older they get, the more mature they come. I, as their father, do not love the more mature ones more than I love the more immature ones. The older ones are not closer to me, even though they more often do what I say. The young ones are just as close. Maturity doesn't have to do with distance from God. When you are saved, when you're a child of God, you're a child of God. You are near to God. He looks out for you, loves you. Sure, you may be immature, but that's just an opportunity for you to grow and learn and become more godly. But God's heart is, is not further away from the immature believer. But oftentimes, mature believers who know a lot often treat other believers as if they're more distant from God. And that's not true. There is a place for rebukes when someone actually sins. There is a place for education, for, for teaching and encouragement, and to bring an immature believer along in the faith. But to assume that somehow God is not entirely, not entirely sure that, that he wants them close to him is just false. Once you repent of your sin and come to Christ, you are by nature an immature believer, and immature believers are loved by their Father just as much as a mature believer. So whether you're weak or whether you're strong, whatever, whatever situation you may be in, I would encourage you to love other believers who may be different from you. Encourage them. Strengthen them. Bear with them and know that God, verse 4, God is the one who will make them stand. What a beautiful truth. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are a-